Hey guys, Jack Austin here. I play Mike Archer in a new Seven Lamb audio drama series called Tower 4. Mike is a newly hired fire watcher in the Wyoming woods. What he thinks is going to be an easy five months of surveying the woods and working on his book quickly turns creepy as he starts picking up eerie whispers and classical music over his radio. More strange occurrences take place with each passing day. If you want to listen to this new mystery thriller, visit www.7lamb.com or search for Tower 4 wherever you listen to podcasts. He's over here. Please help him. I tried CPR, but it's not working. Move aside. On his back. There's no pulse. I'm going to administer CPR. Please. Please. Ma'am, I need you to move back more. D. That's my son. D, move back. Move back. That's my son. D, don't worry. He's going to be okay. D, he's going to be okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Seven Lamb Productions presents The Stone House Episode 4 I suddenly became nervous as this blood-soaked man with an axe approached us. Look at you two. I stood in front of Delilah, but when the man noticed, he stopped moving. Well, you look to be in a spot of trouble. We are. What happened to your boat? We, uh, got caught in a storm. Our boat sank. Oh boy, that's a pity. That was a nasty storm. Nasty, nasty. You're lucky to be in one piece. We know. And you're very lucky to not have been dragged out to sea. Get caught in the riptide, you'll never see land again, that's for sure. We didn't respond. I couldn't take my eyes off the axe, which he casually swung around. (laughs) I'm not coming off well, am I? Uh, sorry? The blood, the axe, but, uh, I'm just preparing supper. Oh. Can you tell me where we are? It's here, I already told you, lad. This is my island. Your island? That's right. Been living here for quite some time. That's why when you mentioned the storm, I weren't surprised. That's not to say I ever have visitors wash up, just that I understand the weather and water. How far are we from the... From what? Scotland? Ireland? You're far. Oh. But I won't worry yourselves about it. Can you help us? Let me invite you to my home so we can have a proper chat, yeah? Sure. You seem to be okay, but you seem a tad chilly. It's cold. Need to get out of that wet clothes, do you? I'll have something for you, for both of you. Let me finish what I've started and clean myself up. Won't take more than a minute. Okay. Well? Well, what? 
He seems friendly enough. I guess, but the ex was off-putting. He's butchering chickens. I doubt it's anything to him. He saw the worry on my face. Look, we'll, we'll get some new clothes and we'll find out if he can take us to the mainland. He's got to have a boat if he lives out here. Do you think he's the only person here? I don't know. Is he the person you saw before? I don't know. I, I don't think so. He seems taller. I thought you didn't get a good look. I didn't. Well then. We'll talk to him, okay? Relax, Dee. We'll figure out everything soon enough. And it was soon. The man came out of the barn, a half-plucked chicken carcass in his hand. Where are my manners? I didn't introduce myself. Gavin. I'm Val. Delilah. Delilah? Hmm. It's a very pretty name. Delilah, yes. Very pretty. Thank you. Now, come this way. Let me show you my home. May not look like much, but suits me just fine. Here we are. Come in, come in. The living room was spacious and rather empty. Only one couch, one chair, and a fireplace. A few dusty pictures clung to the wall and a center rug was tattered and worn. Just a moment, let me put this thing in the sink and I'll get you to some clothes. Can't promise I'll fit, but I'll make do, I'm sure of it. The kitchen was to the left of the living room, separated by a short cracked countertop. There were cupboards, a pantry, and a bin in the corner. To the right of the kitchen was the dining table. It was rather long, jutting partly into the living room. Six chairs around it. There are no lights. There's a fire. He said sink. He must have running water. Looks like it. I walked over to the fireplace and checked out the photos along the wall. Most of them were worn and weren't encased in frames. I guess he rearranged them. Rearranged what? The pictures, look. Delilah motioned to the large square and rectangular spots that were noticeable along the wall. The paint, untouched. As if he had moved some photos that had been there a long time. No frames. He doesn't have a lot, does he? He apparently has clothes for both of us. A couple of the photos on the wall caught my eye. One in particular showed Gavin with a dark-haired woman with a mole to the right of her nose. They were both smiling. The photo was bent as if folded multiple times. He seems to know a lot of people. Yeah. Several other photos showed random people. Some seemed to have been taken on the island, but others showed different locations. White sandy beaches, mountains, a bungalow, a train. <sighs> Think he'll mind if I throw another log on the fire? Won't mind at all. Sorry it took so long some of these things were hidden. He dropped a pile of clothes onto the couch. You'll have to go through and see if anything fits. Sadly, I don't have a lot of clothes for the lass. That's okay, I can manage. Good. Good. Here, let me. Gavin pushed between us and threw a log on the fire. There we go. Better? Yes, but I'm sure I'll be fine once I change. Well, let me show you real quick where you two can have some privacy. Follow me. 
We went to the right of the fireplace, down a short hall. There were two doors on the left, one on the right, and one at the back. Gavin stopped by the first one and opened it. This here's the toilet. Only one we have. Yes, we have work in plumbing. It's not great, but gets the job done. You can change in here. Thanks. Wait a moment. Gavin held up his hand before we made our way into the bathroom. I hate to be like this, but I'm not the only one in this here household. I live with me boy. Oh? And he's quite young. Yeah? <sighs> what I'm saying is, I don't think it would be proper to have you both changing at the same time in the same area. Yeah? <laughs> Are you serious? Aye. You can change at one at a time or I can show you to the guest room. We're married. That means nothing to my boy, you see. I just don't have it in me to explain to him about... It's just not proper. Is your son here? I, I don't see why... Val. It's fine. Of course it was fine with Delilah. She didn't change in front of me at the B&B either. But yet, she wanted another kid. I'll go, then you. That will be appreciated. But like I said, there's another room over here. Care to? <sighs> yeah. Sure. I followed Gavin to the room on the right. He opened the door, exposing a bland bedroom. A bed with one sheet and pillow, a bureau with two missing drawers, and a corner armoire. You can change in here. Thanks. I changed out of my damp clothes. The room itself was cold. I quickly put on the baggy cotton shirt, loose jeans, and plaid overshirt. I needed a belt, but oh well. This was fine for the time being. Back in the living room, Dee was on the couch. A young boy in front of her. That's a really cool fire truck. Is that yours? The boy nodded shyly. He looked to be about four. He had shaggy hair and wore a dinosaur shirt. He was standing by the fireplace with his fire truck hanging limply in his hands. Can I see it? Wow! Do you stop fires with it? The kid nodded again. My heart sank and my stomach tightened with unease as I watched Dee play with this boy in his truck. This is Noah. Uh, hey there, Noah. My name's Val. But the boy didn't say anything. He stared down at the floor as I walked over. Don't mind the boy, he's a bit shy. That's okay, Noah. I was shy too when I was young. I sat on the couch next to Delilah. She had moved the extra clothes to the armrest. Can I see your fire truck? He nodded and Dee passed it over. Oh wow, it's heavier than I thought. It's not filled with water, is it? Even though he was staring at the ground, I could just barely make out a smirk as he shook his head. Well, <laughs> it's pretty heavy. Do you have other cars and trucks? He nodded. How old is Noah? He's, uh, he's about four. Almost almost five. Almost five? Really? I will. 
wee lad for his age. Living out here, he doesn't go to school or daycare? It's not the time yet, but he will. And how does that work? My wife takes him to school. Oh. Your wife? Is she here too? She will be, not now. She's, uh, she's working. So it'll be a while till she gets back. Like, later tonight? Or later this week? Months. Yeah, she leaves her months at a time. Oh. Wow, what does she do? I'm sorry, not to be rude, but I really need to concentrate on the bird. I'm about done cleaning it, but I need to cook it, so let's chat over lunch, shall we? Oh yeah, uh, that's fine. Gavin stayed in the kitchen and prepared our meal while we played with Noah. Not once did the boy say a word, but he did go to his room and grab more cars and trucks. It wasn't until we were just about to eat that Noah finally started to loosen up a bit. He even smiled. That was until... Noah! It's enough toys. Set the table, quickly. Chicken's about ready. Can we help? Noah can do it. He's learning, isn't that right, boy? The boy nodded as he headed for the kitchen. Napkins, silverware, all of it. It smells good. Well, thank you, Delilah. That's such a nice thing to say. I don't know what it was about the guy, but Gavin seemed a little... off. Now we had to have lunch with him. Delilah... You're going to love this. And? So? It's good. Thank you for being so accommodating at this time. We were really worried. I told you we would be fine. It's alright to worry. Worrying is good. Things often fall apart. What did he mean by that? My wife, uh, Nadia. I don't believe I mentioned her name before. You didn't. <laughs> well, Nadia's such a worrywart. Things never go as planned, and what does she do? Worry, cry, overreact. It's cute, really, but a man can only handle so much, you know. <laughs> Val probably feels the same way about me. You never used to worry. I guess the worrying came over time. What happened? What? What happened to make you start worrying? Oh, um, we had an accident a year ago, and, well, things just changed. I don't think I'm that bad, though. What would you say? You're not that bad. But he still has to calm me at times. I also would say the worrying came even before that. Really? When? Like three, maybe four years ago. I meant when she became pregnant. After that moment, she wasn't the adventurous type anymore, but... That was expected. Oh. Oh, yes. I think you might be right. They don't want to share, Noah, but it's okay. It's hard for us to talk about. That's okay. We don't pray. So, uh, do you have a boat that can take us to the mainland? I don't. You don't? I do not. Nadia's the boat. Your wife. That's right. And you said she'll be gone for... months? That's right, Delilah. I did. Jesus, uh... Okay, is there a phone or radio we can use to contact someone? On the mainland? Yes. There isn't. So, wait a second. There's no way to reach or contact anyone? Not right now. When? When Nadia returns. When will that be? Not entirely sure. You don't know when your wife is returning with the boat? How? I don't pray. But that's your wife. That's right. 
She returns when her job is finished. Uh, what does your wife do? <laughs> really, D? I think the more important thing to ask is how do you get by? We have food, water, and shelter here. That's how we get by. You have enough? Plenty. <sighs> so, we're stuck here. I noticed you called her D. What? D, you call her D. It's a nickname. Val and my parents use it often. I don't like it. Your name's Delilah. Delilah's a much prettier name. Thank you. What the hell was with this guy? Listen, we need to leave. Our family and friends are going to be worried about us. Val, relax. D, we can't be stuck here. You're not stuck here. You said we have to wait until your wife returns. I never said that. What? You presumed. How do we leave, Gavin? There's a boat that arrives every few weeks to deliver items such as food and clothing. I pay handsomely for the deliveries. Wait, I thought you said you get by without the boat because you have enough stock. We do. So you don't use the boat that your wife takes to restock? Not always. This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense because, once again, you're presumed. Well, I guess I was wrong to presume you had a way off this island. Yes, you were. When can we expect this delivery boat to appear? In a few days. Oh, thank God. Okay. I wish you would have said that earlier. I was worried we'd be stuck here for months. Nothing wrong with worrying. Isn't that right, Delilah? Isn't that right? He stared at Dee. A huge grin plastered on his face. She smiled weakly and nodded. That uneasy feeling I had felt earlier didn't go away. Don't worry. It's not so bad here. Now, would you two care for dessert? The Stone House. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Corey Pettit as Delilah, Robert M. Lamb as Val, Jack Austin as Gavin, Jeff Leeson as Kenneth, Ariel Hack as Anne. Co-starring Art Karoftis and Brandon Levine. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this. This has been a Seven Lamb production.